Hey, it's Dan. Welcome back. You're watching I Allegedly. And uh, I've got a good one for you today because so many people have asked about the Goldenrod Bridge and if it's open or not. And it is. This is the bridge that crosses over Bayside Drive. And they've been working on it for a couple months now. It's been kind of closed and it's nice to see that it's open again. And uh, there's just a ton of stuff to cover right now. And uh, I got a question for you. And the question is, how safe is your bank? Is your bank safe right now? And, uh, you know, with Friday's closure of another bank, and I have so many people that have written me over the weekend talking about, hey, is this bank going to close? Is this bank going to close? Is my bank safe? How about this one? And I want to cover that today for you. So before I get into it, please hit the like button. Please subscribe to the channel. Make comments, guys. It's always big for the algorithm. And uh, don't forget to join the email list. We just had an email go out uh, late last week, and there's going to be another one coming out soon. So, first things first. With these bank closures, since March, we've seen a rash of bank closures. And people keep asking, how can I find out if my institution is safe? And here's the thing that's that's disturbing, is that we keep hearing about these banks that shut down um, on Fridays. And there's no rhyme or reason to this. And why not do it on a Monday night? Well, because they do it on a Friday, hoping that you're not going to catch it. And the problem with this, when the bank closes like this, is that, you know, is my money safe? What's going to happen to it? The FDIC is insuring people to $250,000, which with the change in the economy and... uh how, you know, everything is, has, you know, multiplied as far as the, um, the amount of money that we make, the amount of savings, this amount should go up. And if it kept up with the economy and with the pace of inflation and everything else, this should be $350,000 minimum, but it's not. So the first things first is you can go to the FDIC's website and I've got some great stories below that you can check out on how you can find out if your bank is safe. And the thing about this is that you can check these lists. Every financial institution has to be on there that's FDIC insured. So do you have banks that are not FDIC insured? This is shocking right now that there are people out there that don't have their funds secured right now by this insurance. Now, the insurance may not be the end-all to be-all. It may not protect all of us. Check out that bridge. It's very cool. But the point is, is that that's the first step to make sure that you're FDIC insured. Do you have over $250,000 in the accounts? Are those individual accounts secured? You can find out what the outstanding uh, loans are with the bank, uh, what their investments are like, what they have as far as deposits, and actual the financial security of the bank. Now, the thing that's disturbing right now is you look at places like Chase Bank that in the last few weeks had $75 billion leave for CDs, for other investment banks, leave their bank. Well, is that a bad sign for Chase Bank? I have so many people that write me and think that it is. The other big question is, what about Bank of America? Is Bank of America safe? You've got to make the decision on your own if Bank of America is a good place to put your money or not. We're going to see banks fail that are going to surprise us. And Heartland Bank, kind of a surprise to a lot of people. But here's the thing with these 
banks that are in trouble right now, there's a list of banks that they say are too big to fail. And I found this story, which is down below. Take a look at this and see if this makes you feel any better. To me, it's, it's alarming that we're going through this and that we're being told that the banking crisis is behind us. Then you get Jerome Powell open his mouth and say, hey, these interest rates going up, these headwinds that we're facing, this is going to be a problem moving forward and uh, it could create further strain on it. The mortgage industry is completely upside down. And for those of you out there that are trying to tell me how this is going to turn around and I have mortgage professionals that are lying to themselves, their clients and to me, telling me that interest rates are going to drop, you know, you know, two points between now and the end of the year. How? How do you figure that? So you have to make sure your money's safe. You have to make sure that you have multiple bank accounts, multiple credit unions, multiple investment banks and find out how you get checks out of there. Oh, damn, we, we changed it over to uh, uh, Fidelity. Well, how long does it take to get money out of Fidelity? Okay. I know the answer to this because, you know, I've had people reach out for this. It's fairly quick, guys. A day or two and you can get a lot of money out of Fidelity. You have to answer these questions right now for yourself. And the other thing is I am having more people globally. I don't care where you live that are having problems putting cash into bank accounts right now. This is crazy, guys. They're not allowing you to put more than a few thousand dollars in a, uh, as a bank deposit at a time. Why is that? Why is that, guys? This is too much. Look at this place. I'm building this place right now. The problem with everything is the higher interest rates have made construction costs shoot through the roof. All this construction that's going on, you know, all around us, let's just use Orange County, California. You've got so much construction of these dormitory style condos and apartments that are being built that uh, um, this is coming to a halt. The construction is running behind a lot of these places. You're seeing uh, the builders not complete stuff. This is gonna be a bigger problem. I had a, you know, a lot of people send me information in regards to the severity of banks and uh, foreclosures. This house, remember, this was the $36 million house. Doug, the guy that owns the auction house, he posted this house at uh, $22 million and posted the uh, uh, foreclosure notice on this house at one point. This house has changed real estate agents multiple times, I think at least three times that I know of. And uh, looks like it's not on the market right now, so it may have sold. We'll find that out soon enough. But the last price was was listed for $21 million. Uh, uh, okay? So, wonder if they got it or not. Beautiful home. But again, for $21 million, you got me walking through this place with a camera. You don't have an ounce of privacy on this place. And, uh, you know, your backyard is the, you know the inlet for the harbor, so it's beautiful, but this is crazy. So, when you look at your bank's security, your bank's liquidity, ask the questions, and people just don't care. 
What happens, guys, if you had a Heartland Bank situation? Do you have over $250,000? Oh, Dan, Bank of America is never going to go out of business. Really? Okay. Heartland was never going to go out of business. Remember that. Remember that. So I have somebody that wrote me that said, I can't divulge this yet, but there's three more banks that are going to go down in August. Who's that? Who, you, if you guys know this, send it to me. But I can't, can't tell you yet, Dan, which I, I always hate that because I can't talk about that other than what I just said because that's all I know. But these people, these experts that are in the know, tell me something. You guys know something? You guys worry about something? Let us know about this. So we are seeing major problems with all this stuff right now. And everything is not the same right now. Arizona... Think about this, guys. Arizona has heat, a record, record heat. They've had over 30 days of 110-degree heat. 30 days, guys, of 110-degree heat. You know, it's one thing to go to Vegas here and there and these desert communities here and there, but the wear and tear on, like, an automobile, that's absolutely devastating on what that does to your car to be there. Look at your batteries. The uh, talk to anybody that's in the auto industry is that good for you, you know, for the car? Does it take a toll in the car? Absolutely, it does. So, share your thoughts on this stuff so far. But the other thing is commercial real estate right now. This is the canary in the coal mine right now. And, uh, you know, before I came down here, I was in Huntington Beach and uh, checked out a few things. But I want you guys to take a look at this because it talks about two things. You're seeing properties that would never go down, never, ever, ever be vacant, never, never have problems with the lenders. You're seeing a high-end real estate professionals that are not only are they turning the uh, keys back to the bank, but they're getting foreclosed upon, which is something that we never would see in the past. So take a look at this. I want to talk to you guys about commercial real estate and the problem that we're having around the country and how this is going to affect everything. 111 Wall Street is a pristine building that has 1.2 million square feet um, owned by Nightingale Properties and uh, Intervest uh, Properties. And this place is going to foreclosure on September 16th. 1.2 million square feet. They couldn't renegotiate anything because it's vacant, guys. Now... Here I am in Huntington Beach, California, and you've got, you know, big surf competitions going on for two weeks. Now, you can sit there and whether you like surfing or not is not the point. The point is that there are, at the top of this street, when I look over, 75,000 people here today, at least, okay? Look at this street, guys. Dead. It's one street away from the main drag. This is a killer right now because here you've got all these places that like a plague, one goes down. The Forever 21 goes down and everything else goes down. You've got this place, Brightwaters, that just opened up on the corner and uh, you've got nobody in there right now. And I feel sorry for them, but it's crazy. You've got the, the dog groomer that's been here for a few years. And, uh, you know, this place has just seen turnover after turnover after turnover. But that's what you're seeing around the country. And this is going to bring everything down. You can't ignore this problem with real estate because of the severity of it, okay? When you have a pristine building like 111 Wall Street, hello, okay? And they can't make it work. This kills everything. 
this, you know, you, why isn't there a nail salon here? Why isn't there another bikini shop here? Oh, yeah, because the bikini shop went down for the count. But uh, let's walk across the street. You know, the Shore Break Hotel doesn't even have the secondary restaurant open anymore. Okay? Crazy. So, this place in the corner here, this place has been so many different restaurants. Unbelievable. Okay? I just, you know, how do you make it work? How does this work? You've got all these people here. And it's not viable. Look at this. Now, overcast day here in July, crazy, but uh, just beautiful properties. You know, there is kind of a pop-up Mexican restaurant that opened at the end. This thing has been three or four different places from a Johnny Rockets to uh, uh, Taco Joe's, to all this stuff. Now it's a Mexican restaurant and they're cooking outside right now. But again, that's it, guys. What else is going to make it here? So if you don't think that this is going to affect everything. Oh, and I, oh, you got a new one here. The Bowl Place. Bondi Bowls. Bondi Bowls is going to open up now. Okay? So good luck. Let's hope they make it. This is a problem, guys, that you have to look at because if you don't have viable commercial real estate and people coming to downtown areas, it's it's the end right now. And when you see properties like that in Wall Street, 1.2 million square feet down for the count, that's killing New York City. And, you know, these big cities that have nothing but crime on them right now, this is only going to get worse, guys. There are going to be more vacancies, mass vacancies. And as you see people leave these states, it's only going to get worse, guys. So share your thoughts on this stuff. Just want to show you guys real quick. Okay. You know, they're cooking tacos out here. People are waiting in line. That's nice. Okay. You know, but look at this, guys. One street away from the main drag and you've got all those people there and nobody's shopping over here. So it's nice to see the surf competition back open because it's bringing back people to this area and it's as normal as normal can be. It's a normal year, but you don't have the street vendors. You don't have the, the swap meet that they have and everybody's selling stuff like they have in years gone by. So, you know, share your thoughts on this stuff. Do you think commercial real estate is going to be the big problem? Now, this is very serious, and this is something to look at when you look at places like the retail shops that are going down for the count, and you have, you know, 75,000 people walking around, and nobody has the desire to open up a sandwich shop or anything, you know, uh, like that in that community. Okay, why? Is, the, is it just the rents are too high? You guys can tell me that, but something is off. Isn't it interesting that the real estate market is melting down as interest rates are going up right now? Our economy over the last 15 years, 20 years, let's say, has been reshaped by low interest rates. And here's the thing that people didn't do. Some people took advantage of this. I have people that wrote me and said, listen, Dan, my wife and I refinanced our house about eight years ago. We've got a 15-year mortgage. And, you know, we've done a very disciplined schedule to pay our house off. Isn't that house wild? Look at this house. 
triangle lot and they built a triangle house right there. Isn't that wild? For those of you that haven't seen that out here. It's beautiful. They say the house is worth $6 million. You write them a check, okay? But uh, people are doing more things right now that are free. The beach, this is packed down here. Parking is packed, okay? They come down here. Just the way it is right now. That, that's what we're experiencing. Now, with the reshaping of real estate and this economic meltdown, if you don't think that this is going to happen right now, you are absolutely kidding yourself because higher interest rates are not going to do good things to the real estate market. And you can talk about how there's just no inventory and I had all the same, you know, sob stories. There's going to be inventory. It's going to be massive inventory. Just like these houses, these office buildings that are unavailable, you just can't get you just can't get on Wall Street right now. Sure you can. You can get on Wall Street all you want. You can get on all Wall Street all you want. The people that, that got these low interest rates for loans and built buildings and started their businesses, that was crazy. How about this? Yellow, the freight company, they're going to go bankrupt. They're not going to go bankrupt. Well, they're going bankrupt now. It looks like they're going out of business now. But here's what's disturbing that emerged through all this. Yellow, the trucking company, got a $700 million loan and uh, squandered it during this time from, you know, COVID shenanigans. So the problem with this is that that's our tax dollars that these guys got it's for this trucking company. So they changed the name of the company. And now that it looks like they're going to go out of business and all these union workers are going to be out of jobs. This is horrible. It's horrible. But where did $700 million go? It's like the money for the airlines that was given out to these people and nobody sits there and questions that and you're waiting longer than ever. Food service is horrible. When was the last time you went on a plane other than JSX where you got anything given to you that was remotely nice, okay? And for those of you that know what JSX is, it's about a 30-seat plane and uh, TSA is very fast. They're just the friendliest, nicest people in the world and uh, it's just absolutely unbelievable. But this is what we're experiencing, guys, right now, is all this stuff. So it's reshaping everything, guys, right before our eyes. Now, one thing that I got to do when I was in downtown today was I had breakfast at Sugar Shack and was talking to everybody. And Dick, the owner of uh, the Porsche dealership in downtown uh, Huntington Beach, that guy comes out and has got himself uh, a brand new 1957 Cadillac that I wanted to take a look at. So absolutely beautiful. And uh, let me show it to you guys. I have a treat for you guys today. Uh, a man that owns Pristine Motorsports, Dick, sells a lot of Porsches here. He's got a 356 inside. But he has got the most beautiful 1957 Cadillac for sale right now that he was nice enough to drive out and show me. Is this thing beautiful or what? Look at this car. Look at this. Isn't that amazing? This thing is just stunning. See, here's the thing. 72 grand, what a deal, guys. What an absolute steal this thing is. But three owners on the car. Woman, the last woman had it for 15 years and then passed away. Isn't that just beautiful, guys? What an absolute stunning vehicle. Thank you for showing it to me, Dick. Absolutely amazing.
Isn't that car beautiful? Absolutely stunning. He's a great guy, but just something cool, something really just pristine and beautiful. And and uh, you want to buy something nice, that's a good place to put your money right now with something like that. Anyways, here's a phenomenon we have not seen since 2005, guys, and that is this. For the first time since 2005, there is some new construction that's cheaper than what they call used homes, what we're living in right now. So how long is this going to take? you know, effect until people start to catch on to this, that you can get yourself a nice, beautiful new house over something that's already there. Now, you've got to look at everything, taxes and and what's it going to cost to uh, uh, to have the house close escrow and the upgrades and things like that. But that is, that's amazing, guys. It really is. And uh, the next thing is one thing that happened during uh, COVID over the last few years, as you saw houses go up, you also saw the luxury uh, watch market go up. Now they're talking about the great Rolex recession right now. And what the great Rolex recession is right now is that you're seeing more and more Rolexes drop 38% right now from their high. And that the Fed, by raising these interest rates, have killed the luxury market. Oh, they're going to blame that? How about the fact that these people had you know, this exuberance to buy things and chased money and chased assets that were upside down. You know, I had multiple uh, jewelers tell me that Rolexes go up 8% a year in perpetuity. I said, well, is it really forever? It's always going to go up 8%. Yeah, 8% every year. You never have to worry about a Rolex going down in value. And I'm like, well, that doesn't seem right that that's, that's the numbers right there. So with that, Look at these houses. so with that, you're seeing that Rolexes have dropped an absolute ton right now. So, that's beautiful out here today. So, absolutely stunning. Beautiful day. But, what do you guys think about this? You know, I, personally, am one of the people that believes that the foreclosure to come in knee-deep right now. If you want to do something that worked well for me, walk into these banks that have mortgages. And ask them if they have an REO department that's real estate owned by the bank. When Doug, my friend, does an auction, and let's say the house doesn't bid, it either either the auction gets canceled. You know, there can be a bankruptcy, a last minute deal. The uh, the person has the loan makes the payment. A lot of things can happen at the last second. Usually bankruptcy. It gets pulled by the bank. There's a technicality, or they make the payment. Okay. Let's say that's not the case. And let's say the auction goes live and they bid on it. Well, then the auction doesn't uh, take place. Then what do you do? Okay. The auction goes, the property goes back to the bank. Once the instrument, the financial instrument, which is the loan, once that doesn't get satisfied, then it goes back to belong to the bank. Now, here's something that's also wild to think about. Do you know that, you know, John owns a house. Let's say he owes $100,000 on it, doesn't make the mortgage payment. And uh, the house is worth $500,000. Let's say that that house goes to auction, okay? And $100,000 is owed on it. And the house sells for $400,000 and there's $300,000 left over. Where does that money go? Most people think, oh, it goes to the bank. It goes to the bank that owns the loan. No, that money is supposed to go to John. So one thing that we've talked about is unclaimed money and unclaimed funds. Look for it for yourself. 
because you can go to unclaimed.org for free. Don't pay a service to ever do this, okay? Don't pay a service. But you can see if you have existing, you know, you may have put a deposit down for insurance. You may have uh, uh, put a deposit down on the apartment. Hey, we need an extra utility deposit. Then you move and you forget about it. Well, that money gets sent to the state that you live in, and that money's yours. I did this. I did a video on it a few years ago. I got my money in three weeks from the state of California. You guys can too, but it's absolutely free. And don't pay a service for that. But take a look at unclaimed.org also. It's very cool. Now, one thing that I found is people keep asking me, Dan, what if I find out that my bank's in trouble and i got to get out of it? What if I close my account? Does that affect my credit? And I found a great article about this that, no, it doesn't. It does not affect your credit at all if you close a bank account. So, you know, you can also close your bank account and maintain your uh, credit cards and things like that with the financial institution. One is not tied to the other. Now, if you have a bank account, that has a secured savings account because maybe you had poor credit or something like that, um, that may be different. You may have to maintain that account to keep the, uh, the savings account feature tied to your credit card, but you can always ask them about that. So there was a new law in California for attorneys. Tom Girardi is a famous attorney. His wife is on uh, Real House Skanks of LA. And uh, they were, he was accused of uh, misappropriating his client's funds. And uh, he also was one of the attorneys that was involved with the Aaron Brockovich story, the original real story. He was one of the attorneys involved with that. Well, Mr. Girardi spent lavishly and used some of his client's funds inappropriately and did not keep records the way he's supposed to. So what the state bar did here in California was they said, listen, as of now, you need to take this class and you need to make sure that your state, your funds for your client trust account are maintained in a certain way. And they originally suspended 1,700 lawyers a little over a month ago. Now it's dropped to 1,641. So you may have an attorney out there that, that's working for you that has a suspended license right now. And it's not that he's done anything wrong. It's that he's not in compliance. It's a compliance problem where they didn't have the appropriate, he didn't take the class, he didn't uh, secure his funds, and what they're seeing with this, a lot of older attorneys, oh, I've been doing it for 40 years this way, this kid's going to tell me how to do this, they are going to tell you how to do it, sir. So, anyway, since I don't think old women would talk that way, but that's just me. So, you're seeing that. So, very interesting, but again, you know, you got an attorney, if you have a lawsuit, uh, attorney working on something, make sure that they're in compliance right now. I would ask that question. And uh, it would, you know, spur a conversation. Of course I met that compliance. Here's my, here's my proof of that. There's a new law in Texas. And uh, I love stuff with Elon Musk. I mean, I was going to share this story, but I'm not. It's like people hate Elon Musk right now for the wrong reasons. Okay, whatever. How about this? We interviewed 5,000 Tesla owners. And a lot of them, thousands, are unhappy right now. Well, hold the phone, okay? How about this? I read the same survey, and 87% said they would buy another Tesla. Huh, okay. Maybe they're disenchanted with the car they bought. Wish I would have bought the other one. Whatever, but an 87% like ratio? That's pretty insane. 
You can't make everybody happy, guys, right now. You really can't. But state of Texas, they have a new law that goes into effect September 1st, okay? And the law that goes into effect, think about this. If you buy an electric vehicle, you have to pay a one-time charge right now of $400 for your electric vehicle. And then $200 a year because they're not collecting the gas fees. So they're going to get you one way or another, guys. It's not just going to be a free ride for everybody. It's beautiful up here. See that? Just stunning up here. But share your thoughts on that, guys. Share your thoughts. I'm going to end this video with these last couple things. First thing is people keep asking about Rosie. Rosie's doing great. Rosie uh, had the mobile dog groomer come out on Friday, and she is absolutely stunning and beautiful and fantastic and happy as can be, and uh, crazy. Now, think about this. Dave sent me a great story about L.A. County's value, property tax value went to $9 trillion. Guys, understand this. Property values are dropping in L.A. County right now. So the fact that property tax values went up to $9 trillion, it is incumbent on you to go after the county tax assessor and say, my house is not worth this anymore. So that's on you. They're never going to fix that for you. So another month has ended, guys. And uh, get your financial house in order, your own personal house in order. Do what you want to do with your life. Write the book that you want to write. You know, I always wanted to have a course. wanted to always get my buddy Doug in front of everybody. The Economic Ninja was brilliant enough to, to work with, an, uh, with us and help us get this thing sold. And uh, we're just very proud of that, too. So take a look at Real Estate Foreclosure Pro. But do what you guys want to do with your life, okay? Got a bunch of cool announcements coming in August. And uh, can't wait to share them all with you. Don't forget to hit the like button. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. And uh, uh, email us, too. Onward and upward, guys. I will see you very soon.